Well, we're feeling uh, mighty confident. Kyoto Cameron and John Ritchie about the Eagles in the Super Bowl. Even though the other team's really good, same record this year as the Eagles, same exact number of points scored this year as the Eagles. I'm sure they had their games, John, where they pulled their starters out in the fourth quarter. Now, the Eagles did it a lot, a lot. Eagles are pulling dudes out early, frequently. In that way, it was similar to the 4 squad. Um, but uh, I think this is a better team than the 4 squad, and I expect to see the Eagles win. Um, Andy on the other sideline, John, that does concern you? Absolutely. Uh, we, I can remember talking to Shiel halfway through the season when things were looking really, really good. And some of us were talking about how the Eagles needed to try to lose a game to, you know, get, uh, I, I don't know, get some sense of normalcy back to this, the, the feeling of the season. Shield told us uh, back then about how the, jeez, uh, what was I, I lost, totally lost track of what I was saying there. Holy cow. Well, you I know, totally lost it. I listened, what did Shiel tell us? It was important. Well, since it was four months ago, it's really going to be hard to figure out. But, but you know. It's Get like, me back on track, Joe. Uh, Holy cow. Hey, hey, Andy on the other sideline. Andy, on the, Andy on, the, uh, on the other side. Okay, yeah. Shiel Shiel brought up his major concern for this team was yep. how would our defense look against those top flight guys, the, the, the top flight quarterbacks in this league. This is the. The, the highest of the top flight guys in Patrick Mahomes. Now he is minimized to some degree because he won't be able to run around and do as much. But this this was the bane of our existence, the good quarterback. Right. Oh, in previous, no I mean, up until this point, like we, we are glossing over the fact that we have not fared well against this kind of quarterback. Well, they haven't faced one of the. Our like, defense yeah. is different. Our defense is better. But Shiel brought up the point he doesn't know how much better until we actually face one That's of these fair. guys. That's fair. So now we're facing one of these guys. I think it helps us a ton that that offensive line has issues, even though every everyone loves to bring up, hey, they're the second-best pass-protecting team or whatever it is, third-best. That doesn't matter when you're facing the top pass-rush group, which we have, and I think we can win off both edges against this guy so yes Andy and the way he'll draw this up I do think he can capitalize on some of the things that Jonathan Gannon does because Jonathan Gannon likes to be conservative we know that Andy Reid is not conservative and he will go for the throat he'll go for the gusto for all the big plays that worries me all right to the phones we go let's talk to our buddy Jerry in Newcastle how you doing Jerry guys what's happening ladies what's going on hi Jerry what's up buddy I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you a, a little horn here. <laughs> Very convincing. I, I'm. I'm. I'm not. I'm not in my truck, but I'm hoping to give the sound effect. You know that what I mean? Still, that was still good, man. I like it. That's so, accurate. um, all right. So here's the deal. We're gonna go out there, and we're gonna pretty much do what we've been doing all year long. Just moving the ball up and down the field, pushing, pushing the lines back making the defensive plays, and we're going to come out back home with that Lombardi trophy. And I tell you what, it's going to be – if they lose, I'll be very, very disappointed because this is yeah. just set up to run Big Red out of town. I'll be very disappointed too so much because I, I don't even consider 
that possibility. To me, it feels like our bread and butter is much more replicable and sustainable than theirs is. You know, our bread and butter, meaning that RPO, uh, run it when it's available, throw it when that is the path of least resistance. I think that makes more sense, uh, like for on a consistent basis, like for four quarters, for series to series success. When I, and I feel like this is a team that, that relies on a quarterback making crazy plays at times, and it's all going to be aerial. We know that. We, and, and that works against what I'm talking about today. I want Andy Reid as my coach because I think he's got the experience. I don't want Andy Reid as my coach when it comes to running the football no, because I don't think he'll do it. No, he won't do it much. Jerry, who would you not want at the Super Bowl party? Uh, I, I don't think I could sit there with Freddy Krueger. Freddy Krueger. You got it, Jerry. You know, John, the Lombardi Trophy itself was just referenced. And I, I don't know if I've ever said this on the air. I found this highly bizarre five years ago. Five years ago when the Eagles won the Super Bowl, about three or four hours after the game, I get a text message from a friend of mine who has no direct connection to the Eagles. She is holding the Lombardi Trophy at the Eagles post-Super Bowl party. I mean, wouldn't you think, like Seltzer, wouldn't you think to be a little bit more like judicious with under, who gets to okay, hold so the trophy? Yeah. Yeah. Was it the real thing? Yes, yeah, I always she held wonder it. if yeah. there are multiple Lombardi. There, there are, right? but she there held, definitely are. No, there yeah. are, but listen, I believe in that moment she held the real one. I mean, I, I could I theoretically be wrong, I guess, but I, I never got the impression that it wasn't the real one. Well, I have a feeling if it was a couple hours after people were boozed up and oh, no, probably no weren't uh, no, exactly. protecting the Lombardi too no, well. Exactly. I mean, so someone's got to be the protector. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, it's just, I, I was surprised it was so willy-nilly. I mean, I... So this is the post-game party. Yeah, she was at the party. They featured the, the trophy, and that was probably part of it. Like, you could come up and take pictures Obviously, with the trophy. But what that, really surprised me, it wasn't like it was at a table and she's next to it. She was holding the trophy. Oh, wow. And I was shocked by that. Well, I mean, we saw what Tom Brady and Gronk had to pass with it. Yes, so they did. So catch with it. I mean, yeah. some people didn't like that. I, didn't. I mean, I didn't like it. I didn't care about Joe it at all. Liked it's like, it. So you look at the Stanley Cup. That's so, like, there's so many rules surrounding right. it. I feel like the Lombardi might need a few more well, they rules. drink out of the Stanley Cup and eat, like, yeah. cereal out of yeah, it. Yeah, but can't you, like, not, t- I thought no one could touch it until you want it. Well, that's different. That's pretty. Yeah, that's You're, different. But then those guys get to, like, take it with I mean, the Stanley Cup gets yeah. used more than any other trophy well, it in sports. Yeah. Yeah. the guys two years ago, whoever yeah. it was, completely. <laughs> I mean, really, they wrecked that thing. Then they had to put it back together. Plus, there was the one time, what was it, the bottom of Mario Lemieux's pool? Was it overnight or something? I think got lost, and everybody's drinking. Yeah, it's, and it's been through it. it was, but it's still more, they don't let randoms touch it. Well, I just one thing. I mean, I, I just found that so strange. I did, like Super Bowl party, and somehow she's got her hands on. I like what in the world? <laughs> Let's go to Eric and Cherry Hill. Hi, Eric. Hey, how's it going, guys? Great, Eric. Um, yeah, I had a question and just a quick comment. Um, you look at the eleven starters uh, for the Eagles, and you know, I, I saw this online on Twitter. I think it's it's amazing. The only player we didn't draft was AJ Brown. I don't know if you guys knew that. On the, on the offense, um, I did not That's correct. know that. That's really cool. You've heard Sanders, Smith, Watkins, Goddard, Mulata, Dickerson, Kelsey, Sayamalu, and Lane yeah. Johnson. They were all drafted by the Eagles. Wild. That's crazy, right? Yeah, that is something. Um, yeah, my question was, you guys were talking about the MVP, you know, 
uh, possibilities. Has has a wide receiver ever won the yeah, MVP? Yeah, not much. Jerry Rice won one. Okay. And uh, Cooper Cup won it last year. There have been a few. Oh, I mean, right. Deion Branch yes. won it against the Deion Eagles. Um, yep. Julian Edelman won it once for the Patriots. There have been a few. Yep. Okay, yeah. I just thought, you know, if the wide receiver wins, how does the, how does the QB not win? Right. Happened well, last usually year. it involves multiple touchdowns by the player. It's two or three. Yeah, okay. All right. Yeah, for sure. Um, hey, Eric, who would you not want your Super Bowl party? Yeah, you know, like this guy, I know he's the GOAT, but I just I, I couldn't imagine sitting in a room with Tom Brady watching the Super Bowl. All right, Tom Brady. John, I mean, it's... I kind of like that. So you'd I be anti-Brady there? Yeah, I mean, maybe he's in his underwear. We all saw that, like, weird post. Like, we don't know what's in his mind. You what know, was po- up with post-retirement. that? Post-retirement. I feel like he's kind of going through it right now. It was right a bet. Now. It was yeah. a bet. He he I know that. But it didn't even look his face. It didn't even look like Tom well, his Brady. his face, he got work done or something. It's weird. Yeah, yeah. right, James? Yeah, well, oh, yeah, his face for does sure. look pretty weird. I mean, he did not look the same. He doesn't look the same all season, though. Yeah, that's... He's definitely got stuff going on. Man, oh, man. Let's go to Scott and King of Prussia. What's up, Scott? Scotty, Scott not ready to go. We go to the Sledgehammer, Mark in Collegeville. How you doing, Sledge? Joe, John, Devin, how y'all doing today? Super sledgy. That's good. Yeah, I, I, I like the thought Hopkins got going today. You know, Sirianni, Reed, do they have anything extra going into this? I believe they do. You figure, Sirianni's got back his head. Andy Reed fired me. I'm going to show him. I'm yeah. going to beat him on the biggest stage. But remember Andy, this, Andy, Andy got fired by Lurie, so he could have the same thought. Right, and I was just going to go with that. Like, Andy Reid, like, you know what? This is finally my way. Okay, I had a couple bad years. You let me go. I'm going to stick it to you. I mean, you can't tell me. that. I mean, obviously, they're going to say what they're going to say, you know, to look good, you know, for the press and everything like that. But it's like in the back of their minds, there's no way you can tell me that they don't have a little extra on this going into it. I agree. No doubt about it. I totally agree, man. Yeah, I mean, oh, hey, Devin, how how versed were you with, uh, with video games? Like, uh, if, I, if I told you Super Mario Brothers, you know what I'm talking about, right? Yes, I would know what you're talking about. Well, according to Joe, they're not brothers. So it would be like Super Mario Friends. Who, Mario so, and Luigi? I didn't know they were brothers yeah. yesterday. Joe, how do you not? <laughs> but do you understand how Every I Every time I'm on this show, I learn at least <laughs> one new thing about Joe, and I get more concerned. But do you understand yeah. why isn't, like, they're not the Jones brothers. Like, Super Mario. Joe. Br- it I'm, doesn't I'm, make any sense. Joe, I'm going to enlighten you here. There was actually a movie made of the Super Mario Brothers. And in the movie, they real revealed their last names. Their names yeah, are, I, didn't, I didn't watch that nonsense. Yeah, it's, their names are Mario Mario and Luigi Mario. So they actually are the Mario Brothers. Look, I didn't if, know that. Oh, wait, so Mario's that, the last name. Yeah. I mean, that's what he's telling us, but that wow. sounds outrageous. It sounds Sledge, outrageous. Sledge, you watched that movie? I absolutely did. And Koopa, <laughs> and, and Koopa Bow, or Bowser, however you know, wasn't an, actually a lizard. It was a human, but he had lizard traits. It, it was oh, a weird wow. Movie, but, oh it was a weird Very movie, but I watched it. All right, Sledge, give me an answer for someone you would absolutely not want at your Eagle Super Bowl party. Besides you, Joe, and I have to uh, deny your invitation because I'm going to be in New York with some friends. You know, I haven't seen them in a while. But, uh. No, but uh, one person I definitely would not want at my Super Bowl party, huh. Doc Rivers. Doc Rivers. Hmm. All right, Doc Rivers. So, one person you cannot have at your Super Bowl party because he'll be coaching in the Super Bowl is Andy Reid. And Andy Reid, of course, as we just talked about there a moment ago, fired by the Eagles back in um, 
January of 2013. A really unique situation here. Both head coaches of the Super Bowl have been fired by the opposing organization. Nick fired by the Chiefs, Andy fired by the Eagles. Obviously, Nick was fired by Andy. Uh, Andy was fired by Jeffrey Lurie. Uh, a lot of wild circumstances here, including the fact that when Andy Reid was fired by the Eagles that day, and it was, I think, a day or two after that horrendous 4-12 season had ended, uh, James Seltzer, our own, our guy, our pal, was working for the Eagles earlier in his career. And he was actually in the room when Andy Reid addressed the Eagles staff. And I'm sure a lot of coaches just, just you know, just get the heck out of Dodge. But Andy Reid, before he did that, said, I want to address the guys. And so he did. And, uh, James, I know for you that was a pretty, to say the least, unique and cool experience. Wild experience. It was, like, right as my career, like, very early in my career, the first year plus of my career. So I had never been in anything like that before, anything even remotely like that. Now, how many people in the room? Is it 100? Is yeah, it but it was like the cafeteria. I would say about 100-ish people in the room or so, and he's wearing the Hawaiian shirt, the whole thing. It was it was surreal is what it was. All right, let's listen to it because we have the actual audio. Here is from that day Andy Reid addressing Eagle staff minutes after having been fired. I have a hard time uh, standing before people without a few booze involved, but, uh, but I'm taking it. I'm taking it all in. But these have been the greatest 14 years of my life. My staff is appreciative. The players that have banked on you guys and uh, the great work that you've done uh, is phenomenal. Uh, sometimes, like Jeffrey said, sometimes change is good. And I know uh, Jeffrey does nothing that isn't the best for the organization. So I know the next guy that comes in uh, will be phenomenal. And the ultimate goal is the Super Bowl, right? So we, everybody in this room, I wish you a big ring on that finger uh, in the near future, and then uh, hail to the Eagles, baby. All right? Thank you. See, James, and, and John, 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 that's the thing when someone says, I hate Andy Reid. He's a bad guy. I hate him. I'm like, how can you listen to that and hate that man? Right. I mean, literally, his final words were hail to the Eagles. How do you hate that guy? Uh, you know, I found that surprising uh, listening to that. It almost didn't sound like Andy. It almost had more energy and enthusiasm than what we're accustomed well, to. He had been I was so thinking the same thing. He was so beaten down. I, everybody knew it was going to happen. And, and the connect to the Chiefs, you know, Vermeil had worked for the Chiefs. Vermeil and Andy were close. It was only he three was days. Yeah. It was he was three the days Chiefs later. coach three days later. Yeah. Like, you know, it, listen, he did something a lot of people didn't think he was going to do, which is go right back to coaching. I think I everyone thought he was going to take a year off. I think everyone did. Step away. Yes. You know, his son had just died like six months before that. Like, step away. But, yeah, John, I think he was probably feeling a certain degree of freed. Yeah, relief. Yeah. Uh, he, he knew that the situation was no longer a tenable one, and he knew it was the best for him and for the organization, and he only had positive feelings about the, everyone in that, in that room, everyone in that building. And he's a classy guy, and that's the way he conducts himself. I, I'm not surprised that it went down like that. I am su- I am a bit surprised at how energized he sounds by all yeah. of that. He knew it was the right thing. Well, Andy in 2012 and Doug in 2020 were two of the most beaten down coaches I've ever seen. I mean, Doug, I mean, James, you remember those press conferences? Oh, my God. We felt horrible for him. <laughs> and he didn't have, like, there was no life to him. You know, it was like Doug is so, like, effervescent usually. And he just was, he was like, yeah, sure. Like, he was 
beat. Yeah, he was. He, he got demolished in the final year. All right. Hey, hey, Carson will do that to you, man. Carson just. <laughs> All right, let's go to Mike in Atlantic. Uh, James, you might have to do it back in the studio. This stopped working. Let's go to Mike in Atlantic City. How you doing, Mike? Hey, sports fans. Thanks for having me on the program. You bet, Mike. Um, so I'm going out. I'm going to go out there and soak it all in. Awesome, man. And no tickets or anything. Just um, <clears throat> the golf tournament's out there. We're going to play play some golf. So you're going to be you're going to be, wondering... be rowdy. You know that's the it's the golf tournament. You're allowed to be very rowdy at. I know that is really a nutty place. That 16th hole. <laughs> um, I think you have to get there at like five in the morning just to get a uh, spot. Probably before but, that. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm fine drinking off to the side in one of the quieter holes. But um, I'm sure we're going to go to the tailgate, and I'm sure there'll be libations. So question for you guys. You were in my shoes. Do you have a number in mind for tickets? That, like we, would pay or that, that, would, will, that we would pay or that it will cost? That you would pay to get in. Oh, I don't know. I haven't thought about that. I mean, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm honestly, Mike, really happy to be here. On a certain level, yeah. of course, it'd be cool to be there. But I, I want to watch the game with family, and I'm very yeah. – and plus, we got the morning show coming up in about a week, and so there's some preparation process. I'm very, very happy to be here. I want to celebrate in Philadelphia. So I'm not yeah. – John, do you have a thought on that? Uh, no. I, I – man, I, I hate the markup. Of course, uh, yeah, it's, kind of it's, insulting, it's hard really. to swallow. I mean, Mike, and, if you got a free ticket now, I mean, I, that's a different deal for us. I know. I'm working it. Believe me, I've got <laughs> some friends there. I'm I'm calling everyone I know, and then some people I don't even know. Um, but being there in person for a Super Bowl win, that does have a nice ring to it. Well, I it mean, does. And after how having do you quantify that, yeah, well, you, and you know what, Joe? And I wouldn't do this if they already won one. So I feel like the first one I was with family and friends, and so this is kind of a bucket list thing to check off, go to a Super Bowl, you know. Yeah. And no, with I the get Eagles it. being there, like, I, you know. I, I, I get you, man. And I, I did the a... parade. I did all of it. So. Who would you not want to watch the Super Bowl with, Mike? Oh, my sister-in-law. She's from Kansas City. <laughs> she's a huge fan, and she's loud and boisterous, and she lets it be known how she feels about every play. Ooh. I love her. But, oof, that would be really tough. Mike, is to, there any chance she's listening live right now? No way. No way. Do you really, do you, do you really like her? Yeah, sure. I love her. Ah, she's family. Just, you love her because like, yeah, she's family, sure. but not because of what she's like? No, she's good. Yeah, I'm she's just good. Trying to... she's good. Good. You're really <laughs> convincing us. <laughs> nice. Hey, Mike, enjoy the experience, man. Get out there, and hopefully, you can you can find that ticket. By the way, speaking of the experience, I think I I think I said this once before on the show about a year ago. Um, tell me if you remember this, Sean. You're not going to remember it live, but do you remember me saying this to you about a year ago? Because the parade was just referenced. Amy from Villanova. Way before we dated. Was on our show the day of the parade, interviewed by James Seltzer out in the crowd. What? Uh-huh. You're kidding me. No way. I am not kidding you. Please I remember you saying this. Though. I remember you saying this. The yeah. audio said, Devin? Do we have it? I don't know. We I can, need to hear it. I can look. Let me Let me try to get on that case. I'm going to write this. Amy. Did you just find this out? So I I, I knew it a while ago, but I had forgotten I for had years. I never heard this. I, yeah. I don't remember Oh, yeah, you de- he definitely talked about it. I, I mean, maybe it. John was off that day if I brought it up in the summer. It's possible. I mean, normally I'm the guy that takes off time in the summer, and John just plows through like a like a 
like a worker bay. Um, but no, she she was because James went out into the crowd. Yeah. And interviewed randoms, and she I'm not, I'm literally not making this up. She is one of the people that was interviewed by James on our show the day the Eagles had the parade. That James, so do you crazy. remember? The, your, what your impression of No, Amy I didn't remember Villanova it was, was her. I mean, I interviewed a bunch of people. I remember we were up, up top there on so the So she the was not way. memorable. <laughs> oh, I see wow. what you did there. Wait, wow. but you guys weren't, like, you didn't even wow. know her. Wow. All right, hold on. I got a follow-up question. No, I didn't know her. Uh, okay. Well, I, I, I knew of her, but I didn't really know her. But you Devin. weren't, like, talking. Oh, we were not dating not or anything even. like that. Okay. Uh, let me ask you a question, uh, James. Now we got to make it more uncomfortable. Great. If she looked like Pamela Anderson... Would you have remembered it? I mean, probably. What kind of question is that? Are you saying my girlfriend's, like, not that good looking? No, but Pamela Anderson is a unique look, you know? Uh, What if you you interviewed, like, uh, Audrey Hepburn? Honestly, you know, all I remember from that day, the only thing that I remember thinking was so beautiful was the Lombardi Trophy as it cruised down the park. There you go. I like it. I will try to see if I have that audio anywhere. I, I, I just don't know if we do, but if we do, that'd be cool. All right, let's go to uh, to Ron right now. Our buddy Ron in Pottstown, we haven't heard from him in feels like a month or two. Ron, what's going on, bud? Hey, Joe, John. Nice hey, to hear Ron. from Devin. Oh, gosh, I'm so happy for you guys, but it's sort of bittersweet because uh, um, Angela is my last vestige of my boyhood hero, Tom Brookshire. Um, well, Brookie was great, man. He was amazing. Oh, yeah, I love that guy. Yeah, you know, it's funny. Uh, James told me privately... Uh, about your girlfriend, uh, Joe, that she tried to come on to him that day. Oh, no. And, uh, but he told him <laughs> he was happily married and, you know, he wasn't having any of it. So that's Man, these, these are how rumors start, Rod. People say yeah, things I and know. other people believe them. <laughs> you know, Joe, I feel so confident about this game. I really think that uh, Jalen's going to have a big day. And I think uh, Arthur Juan is going to have a big day because he hasn't done much in weeks. Who, who's that? Who'd you say? Arthur Juan, AJ. Oh, is that really his real name? Oh. Yeah, that's his real name, Arthur Juan Brown. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I think AJ Brown will have a big game, also, man. Yeah, I think those are the two guys that are going to going to have the big day, and I'd love to see a center win MVP MVP of the Super Bowl. Wow. Well, that will, that will never that happen. Keep waiting. In one thousand years, that won't happen, and that's a shame. Oh, jeez. It's a I shame. Live a thousand more years. Ron, the only way a center can win the MVP in the Super Bowl is if he does what John Goodman did in the movie um, uh, Everybody's All-American, where he, at the final play of the yeah. final <laughs> game, he picked up yeah. a fumble, broke tackles, and ran about 85 yards for a touchdown. I know. And I love Dennis that Quaid movie. Dennis falls on him in the end zone, and they celebrate yeah. together. That's a great movie. It's a great, great, movie. great, yeah. great movie. Well, I keep hoping every year a center wins the MVP, Joe. Ron, before you and I die, buddy. Why? Well, wouldn't you think Why that you this, this that? game probably has the greatest <laughs> odds of that happening? Because I was the center. Nick gets still zero. <laughs> well, but Nick zero Sirianni, is still zero. Nick Sirianni does love being cute. I Jason mean, Kelsey. Uh, zero. That would no be chance. great if Kelsey won it, wouldn't it? Right? Like, what if what if Kelsey runs one in for a touchdown? Uh, what, what if the sky falls today and we you, all die? How would you do that? <laughs> I'm just saying. It's not impossible. Fumble Ruski? Fumble Aya? Ron, give me an answer here, man. Who would be the worst person to have your Eagles Super Bowl party? As much as I love this guy, Angelo Cataldi, because when things go bad, you'd be ready to throw yourself on the ground if you watch the Eagles, you know, the Super Bowl with him. Angelo, mm. okay. So it would be like it would be the sky is falling. 
reaction from Angelo. All right, 215-592-9494. Hey, guys, let me tell you, this Valentine's Day, as we continue conversation, it's just coming up in one minute on sports. Guys, this Valentine's Day, give her the next best thing to wearing nothing at all with soft, silky, naturally nude pajamas. Available exclusively at Pajamagram, pajamagram.com. Sexy, sultry, naturally nude pajamas. They feel just like her soft skin. Even more alluring than lingerie, the texture and touch of these pajamas, so seductive that you'll both love the feel of them. Leave absolutely nothing to the imagination with naturally nude pajamas. You'll love the feeling of wearing next to nothing at all. And, of course, you'll love them. Order today and save 25% using promo code NUDE. That's John Ritchie's favorite word, promo code NUDE. That is NUDE, N-U-D-E. Promo code NUDE. Save 25%. You'll get free gift packaging. And, of course, they sold out prior to Christmas, so don't let that happen to you prior to Valentine's Day. Get in and get in soon with your order using promo code NUDE for naturally nude pajamas at pajamagram.com. 215-592-9494 as we broadcast uh, from uh, Parks Casino today. It is a good word. Nude is a good word. I mean, it. It's evocative. You know? It is. Yeah, it is. That's a word. And it's it right is. to the point. Relatively speaking, though, there can be slightly more, and you can still be. But nude. it's also demure in a way. Nude. It's got. <laughs> it is. It, it's. It's. Yes. It's not letting too much show. <laughs> it's classier. Yeah, yeah, it's no. not like you're saying. Better than naked. It's a yeah. modest. No, no, here's what, here's what it's better. Yeah. It's better than full frontal. Yeah. When you get full right. frontal, you know what kind of movie you're dealing with. Let's go to Will. That's the kind of movie Seltzer uh, seeks out. Will in Northeast Philadelphia. Oh, yeah, Hi, Will. believes that hearing you for all the years. Bullshine. How y'all doing, man? What's Great, up, Will? Will? What's up, Will? Hello, Devin. Uh, I guess you page uh, the female Bullshine for the day. <laughs> but, um, you, know, um, uh, you know, I brought up a few things. You know, as far as probably being the first one to say the Eagles was going to face Andy Reid in the playoffs, I don't know. I might have been the first one. I believe I was that brought it up. Um Another thing that I want to bring up, if if I, I don't know if I heard it yet, but I really believe Kansas City is going to play to win it with a field goal. They have an outstanding field goal kicker, and we have to prepare for that. We cannot have a close game with these guys and let a, a field goal determine the game. Because if we do, it might not go right for us. Well, yeah, know? that's right. I, I don't think it'll be that close, Well, I'll be super ner- ner- nervous if it is. I mean, you know, I, I really I really believe we're gonna we're gonna do like we've been doing toward the end of the season and just impose our will. I'm 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 hoping that we do, but you know, um that's one thing that I've really been worried about because like even with Tom Brady, he had one of the greatest field goal kickers and a lot of these Super Bowls they won because of the field goal kicker. Yeah, but he got the ball but he got the ball down the field and the one that will the one that he did against the Rams in 01, that was the most impressive because they didn't have much time. And I, I think they didn't have any timeouts. If you remember, when that drive started, John Madden said in the broadcast that Belichick should kneel on the ball right. and, and not, not even give Brady a chance to make that drive. And you could tell in the first play, Belichick was giving him a shot. Brady got the ball down the, there and Ventura, uh, Venier, what is his name? Venetier hit the kick. Well, it sounds like you're making Jake Elliott out to be chopped liver. Like he he's uh, he's been no, I'm not. I'm pretty not, money himself. I listen. I totally agree. But that guy, listen, they kicker Tucker. He no, could, that he ain't Tucker, man. Butker. I mean, I mean, excuse me. Okay. Sorry about that. Okay. I mean, Tucker's the best. Man, right, but he listen. He could kick sixty yards without a problem, man. 
Like, so can Jake. That's, that's, that's what I'm afraid of, but it's, it's, he's don't more accurate and more dependent, you know. Hey, Will, but, if you're, uh, Will, if you're afraid, don't get a dog. Will, oh, give me an answer here, man. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me address that real quick. What? Because, first of all, I've never been afraid. I haven't been afraid since last season. And I told everybody how this season was going to go, man. I've never been afraid. And I'm not going to start being afraid. Listen, we're going to pounce these dudes. You know what I'm saying? You tell them, Will. You tell them. Will, give me, give me an do. answer, man. Who would you hey, not want at your Super Bowl party? Hey, man, this guy, you know, he's very loud. He's a great actor. But, you know, I can't imagine him, you know, uh, getting mad at a play. Samuel L. Jackson. Samuel L. You got, I think Samuel L. would actually be pretty cool to have a Super Bowl party. Totally. Um, I'll tell you it would be a little annoying, honestly. To be honest, I think Sirianni would do a lot of talking. If it's not an Eagles game, John, wouldn't he talk a lot? Uh, he'd be like, Nick, settle down here. I'm trying to watch the Super Bowl. I don't know. I, I think he'd probably be, like, revealing too much. You get, I, you I get think insight. that would be interesting. Yeah, you get insight. You he'd know? be fired up. Yeah. yeah. he bring the energy, and I like that. Yeah, That's I why know. I love Nick Sirianni. Well, I've come around on that. I still think some of his antics to the sidelines sometimes, you know, the Oh, you don't like that. I don't like that. See, I like it. I think he's perfect. I think he's more perfect for Philadelphia than Andy Reid ever was. Well, yeah, he he, persona. He he is in that sense, but I also am a little bit of like a, you know, just just, (laughs) settle down. Just settle down a little bit. Settle down. All right, Twitter poll question of the day. Obviously, Hurts has the best chance to win MVP if the Eagles win the Super Bowl. But if it's not Hurts, who is the Eagles player most likely to win Super Bowl MVP? We got four choices here. A.J. Brown, Hassan Reddick, Miles Sanders, Devontae Smith. Now let's each get on the record first. John, what would you say is the best answer here? I think the best answer is the defensive player. I I think if an offensive player wins it, it's likely going to be Jalen. And if he's not included in this and we win this game, which I think we will, it'll be in large part because Hassan Reddick goes out there and destroys it. And he's he's capable against, against these tackles. He will be out there he will take patrick mahomes to the ground at least once they're all very probably capable. multiple yeah. times listen reddick's their best he's pa- he's past darius slays their best defense causing yeah. fumbles yeah. his I mean, hands was, are so active he was one of those val- valuable players in the nfc championship game too he was so. yeah. the most Someone, he could, he he could was, be the mvp of the postseason thus far. all right Devin, what's yeah. your answer aj well, hassan miles Devonte. Hassan, and we're in a sports book, so I know a lot of people uh, have been actually placing bets on Hassan Reddick kind of being the upset MVP. Someone said that he would have to score a touchdown no. some way, somehow, for that to happen. I don't know if I agree with that. I don't know how that would two, happen. Two It'd be sacks. Incredible if it he did. could cause a scoring play. Two sacks a and a fumble is, is, can get it done. Three sacks can get it done. Seltzer, yeah. Seltzer, but, but by the way, that's tough. I mean, that's not easy, especially because, you know, Mahomes a little bit more of a sin duck with the ankle, but Mahomes – Good at getting the ball out and generally good at running yeah. around. Seltzer, who would you vote for? Uh, I think it's probably A.J. Brown. I Bingo. mean, like It's A.J. Brown. I mean, Hassan Reddick's odds are double what A.J. Brown's are for a reason. You know? Yeah. I'm just yeah. saying. Yeah, I mean, A.J. Brown's going to touch the ball 6 to 11 times more yeah. than Hassan Reddick. Yeah, without a doubt. But um, if A.J. Brown gets the Honestly, I think Hassan Reddick is probably last. Of the, is for me, Hassan Reddick is probably last of those four if I'm betting. I would put Reddick above Miles Sanders. I, I just think eight. it's so much easier for a running back to win the MVP. I mean, Sanders scored two touchdowns in the NFC Championship game. We all think Reddick was the MVP. Like, Sanders yeah. very well might have won the MVP of the Super Bowl if he scores two touchdowns. All right, you know? John, where do you think the voting results came in here today, all the people on Twitter? Mm, I'm going to – boy. A.J. Brown wins? A.J. Brown does not win, and this is a blowout. 
Hassan Reddick with yep. 68% of the vote. And I think that's the wrong pick. I think it might be the best well, I think bet. It's the right pick. It might be the best it's bet. Correct, Joe. Bet. Correct. It's value the best bet. value. It's not the smartest pick in terms of right. who's actually. Correct. Yeah. Correct. All right, let's go to Ted and Glenn Mills right now. Hi, Ted. Hey, guys. How are you? Great, Ted. John, little fun fact. I, Ted from Glenn Mills in St. Joseph's Prep, a very distant relative of James Seltzer, Joe DeCamera, and you, John Ritchie. Were you aware of that? I had no idea. How does that work? Very, and FDR. Wow. Um, Is this the Adam and Eve theory that we're all related, Ted? Yeah, I wouldn't go back that far, but all from Europe. But, you know, they connect all the dots. But, um, hey, guys, I wanted, uh, I was actually, I was calling about something else earlier, but listening to Merrill talk, you know, it's funny. He brought up calling that uh, the Eagles win um, still in the third quarter. And I was, I was at the game listening to it on my headphones. And it was actually, he was on 43 seconds left on the clock. And he announced there was a timeout or something. And he said, you know, Eagles are 15 minutes and 43 seconds away from making it to the Super Bowl. And I told the whole crowd around us and a bunch of texts to my buddies in the, uh, in the stands. And it, it was the wildest thing. And I, I had never heard him talk like that. And it was no. interesting that mm-hmm. even that mm-hmm. stuck in his mind as well, you know? Well, two, th- two things, Ted. So Merrill, that's not his style. And what Jaws no. did, and this is for a, a different reason, but what Jaws did back in November – we're two weeks in a row. He said to us on our show, "Is like the Eagles are gonna like they're gonna win it all. They're yeah. So clearly the best team. Yeah. Like I don't even have worries. What, however he framed that, totally out of character. Totally out of character. Yeah. That is not what he does. Yeah, yeah. No, it was uh, it, it was exciting. Of course, you know all my buddies are busting my chops for being the old guy listening to the uh, headphones at the game. But uh, hear, hearing that while I was at the game, it was it was well worth it. Um, Real quick, in terms of Andy Reid, I know we've kind of uh, beaten that one to death. I called in this morning, and since Angela wasn't on, uh, you know, it was a little more uh, pro-Andy this morning. Um, but, you know, hearing, you know, especially even you, John Ritchie, and all the players, the way they talk about him, I mean, and just seeing him interact, it's really hard to, to have that kind of hate for him. And, you know, you wonder yeah. if Angelo's part of that, you know. Um, maybe that'll mm. dissipate well, Angelo's definitely influenced people, but I'll say this, Ted. A lot of people just genuinely don't like him. I find it crazy, but there are people out there. All right, Ted, give yeah. me a big answer, man. Who would you not want at your Super Bowl party? Well, Angelo was already taken. I was going to say him. Um, but since he's off the board, Stephen A. Smith. Stephen A. I actually would, I would find Stephen A. He'd be entertaining. Yeah. Now, he would talk a lot. But he's a but Philly think, guy, you know. He'd yeah, be rooting Steve, for the birds. Stephen A. would be pretty cool, no question. Did you see the fight that he got in with uh, Jay? Uh, Jalen Rose? No, sorry, Jay Williams. No. Yeah. Was it bad? Yeah. Uh, about what? It was about the. I think it was about LeBron. I'm not even. I'm not even sure because okay. they they didn't get anywhere. It, it got personal. Wow. It was it was pretty pretty nasty. I did not say it. Hey, coming up, time's yours as we broadcast from Parks Casino. Joe DeCameron, John Rich on WIP. The birds are in the big game. The birds and Kansas City and our former coach get in on all the action for the big game in Arizona with the Bet Park Sportsbook and Casino app, the only sportsbook I recommend. Bet live during the big game, and new users can get up to $750 in sportsbook bonus back if your first bet isn't a winner. Download the app right now. Don't miss out. The birds and KC Get in on all the action for the big game in Arizona with the Bet Park Sportsbook and Casino app. We're one and a half point favorites, minus 121 on the money line. The over under stabilizing at 50 and a half points. 
I'll take the over. These offenses are going to score, and we are going to win the whole shebang. And remember, new users can get up to $750 in sportsbook bonus back if your first bet isn't a winner. Bet live during the big game on the Bet Park Sportsbook and Casino app. All right, Time's Yours, as we broadcast from Parks Casino today, Joe DeCameron, John Rich, and uh, Time's Yours is brought to us by Bud Light. Join WIP and Bud Light at the Fillmore for the Super Bowl. Sunday tailgate. Yeah, baby. With uh, Merrill and Mike synced up. Incredibly, my sheet here says Mike and Merrill synced up. We normally, James, say Merrill and Mike, right? Yeah, I've never heard it the other way All right, around. So apparently it's now Mike and Merrill. No, it's Merrill and Mike. at the. Uh, not, they're not at the Fillmore, but the audio is at the Fillmore. Synced up for the game. Details at thefillmorephilly.com. What a great time Me that will Jimmy. be. Yeah, we'll be there. I we're won't. Gonna, I won't be there. No, okay. no, no. no I was well, there last I will be time. There. I'll be you there be for there. pregame stuff. We got uh, like fifteen thousand different people hosting different hours of the pregame. It's going to be really fun. The FillmorePhilly.com for what should be an extravaganza. Let's hit it with Tom Shirk. Yeah, OG, you got to stop calling Jalen Hurst the Duke. The majority of the audience, if they even know who John Wayne is, don't care. And besides, John Wayne can't hold a candle to the future two thousand twenty three. Super Bowl MVP. Ah, you, you're good until the end. I mean, uh, uh, John Wayne's a legend. Uh, but nobody cares about the Duke thing. So, yes, I agree. I, I also think uh, Wade's calls are getting a little bit too uh, introspective in a way that's not interesting. <laughs> agree. I need you guys to give me some confidence, which is weird because I'm so confident about the Eagles winning. Like The Eagles have matchups pretty much throughout the whole field that favors the Eagles for the most part, except for quarterback. But I'm just saying, I just... Playing in Arizona, it's been things happen in Arizona for the Eagles that are not good. Just everybody's all over the Eagles. Oh, we, everybody's picking the Eagles for the most part. Experts, a lot of guys. I just don't like this. It doesn't feel good. I don't. I the, the things don't happen good for the Eagles in Arizona. Like that's not something I can buy into. Yeah, I agree. They're about Joe. to be good things happening in Arizona. Joe, Joe, Joe. I'll tell you something that stinks. It stinks that you go and put out a topic, and then before the show's over, you give answers that people are on hold for a half hour, 45 minutes, an hour sometimes, and you just give out the answers. That's wrong. It's just wrong, Joe. It's just wrong. I'm yours. Well, that's right. That's right. Time's mine. I appreciate that call. Talk show host. I mean, Tell them supposed to talk and occasionally I'll, you know if it takes you three hours and 30 minutes to say an obvious answer like a great you know brothers combination of the kennedys that's not my fault people are slow on the draw yeah thanks again joe for stealing my answer but you forgot one caveat about um you know lou alcinder or the, you know who i mean um kareem abdul jabbar had to spend four years in college all right so he lost four years he couldn't even start as a freshman james came right out of high school on that note Go birds. Well, there's two interesting aspects of that. It's a good you're point. Right. It's a no, good point. No, you're right, James. That's like 6, one. 6,000 points extra Kareem could add, something like that, 5,000, well, 7,000. We can double it because it's the college reality, and then it's also the three-point reality. Oh, yeah. I saw something last night. They broadcast it during the game. I'll give you the exact number. But basically, Kareem had one three-pointer made, and LeBron Jeez. James had uh, about 2,200. So LeBron had six thousand seven hundred and eleven points on three pointers. What and, year did the three pointer? 
What year did the three-pointer come into it? I think it was around 81 or 82 or 80 or 79, something like that. And Kareem was, you know, he was more than halfway through his career, about halfway through, but he was a center. So, you know. And with that, time's yours. We shut it down. The Time's Yours line. Leave Joe and John a message of your thoughts, compliments, and complaints. Call 215-238-4500.